This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox. Money. Welcome to Financial Detox. This is Jason Labrum, and I am your host in studio with the best co-host ever, Alex Klingensmith. Alex, how are we doing, bud? I'm doing fantastic. I surfed again yesterday evening. Beautiful. No Full way. Moon. Yeah, the sunset was incredible. I was out there with my two of my kids, two of my three kids, my brother. Good for Stop. you, man. Yeah. How about the, uh, did you see the moon rise last night? Yeah, giant full moon, right? That was, Harvest moon? That was that was really special. It was unbelievable. Um, good stuff. I think, you know, I think my text this morning or my message to our team was said it all, right? Summer's here. COVID's dying. Life is good. And financial <laughs> detox is here also to help you make better investment decisions, to help you purge yourself of the toxic financial thoughts, the financial processes, the things that are just nasty, messy, and help you make better financial decisions and improve your financial life. But today we have a very special show. We're shifting gears, right, Alex? We're going to totally turn and shift gears here. I think it's still going to be a great show for our listeners who are the target audience is, is individuals and, and business owners and pre-retirees, people, executives about to retire. That's our target. But today we're shifting it. Why don't you give a little intro to what we're, we're going to do here, um, Alex, and we'll, we'll, we'll uh, let her rip. Yeah. Thank, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I think we, we always talk to investors. We, we always talk to individuals. That's our audience, right? A different audience yep. ideas for today. And also we've been talking about COVID for two months, so it's time for something different, right? <clears throat> not that that's not yep. important, but we want to talk to advisors today. Our audience is to advisors, financial advisors, uh, you know, insurance professionals, any kind of financial advisor, wealth manager out there. That's the audience we're speaking to today. And the reason is, is because during times like these, it's, a, it's really interesting to think about what's going on in their minds and their worlds and their businesses and their teams. Um, I mean, that's what we're talking about right now, right? We just talked about it this morning before the, before the show. Um, so we want to talk about the differences, right? And from, we're going to give some stories from our own personal experiences before, before IDA was formed um, and, maybe, and maybe shed some light onto a, a way of doing it better. Yeah, I agree. I, I love it, Alex. And, and let's let's start by giving uh, the advisors out there our phone number. If you're an advisor and you maybe don't like where you work or you don't like your life as an advisor or your firm that you work for, then uh, we would love to help you, right? I mean, our, we are not uh, overly concerned about competition. I think there's plenty of business to go around. Uh, there is a, a finite number of advisors who are truly focused on what is doing best for clients and who work intelligently. So we're really not worried about competition and we would like to help advisors become better because in our quest to serve people and investors in general, if we can help an advisor become a better advisor, then I think we're helping people in turn. Now, we may not be the, the direct advisor and getting compensation for that, but that's okay because we have enough clients and uh, we certainly want to grow, but we want to help advisors too. So give us a call at 877-707-8889. That's 877-707-8889. And you can shoot an email right to Jason at financialdetox.com. Um, and Alex and I will get that message and we'll reply and, 
and take care of you and have a chat. So, you know, Alex, I think we're in an interesting uh, position here to be able to talk about this because, hey, we've been advisors for a long time. So not only are we in a good position to talk about how to help clients, but I think we are in a great position to talk about how to help advisors. I spent you know, my first six years of my career at Merrill Lynch, where it was a great place to train and a great place to get acclimated to the business and learn a lot of things. Um, it was different then than it is today, I think. And uh, following that, I subsequently spent six years at Smith Barney, where um, it was kind of jumping from the pot to the frying pan. Both big organizations, Smith Barney ended up turning into Morton Stanley while I was there. And then I left right about the last, about my fifth business card change is when I left uh, Smith Barney and started what was Labor and Wealth Management has been rebranded to IDA. But so I've been in a lot of these situations and I've seen how I've seen the environments that advisors have to, to work in. And I think we actually have a lot of sympathy for advisors who don't get to work in the environment we get to work in, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Alex, you came from an insurance um, environment where it was most everything was focused on insurance and selling different types of insurance and finding insurance solutions for clients, right? That's all I knew. When I got out of college, I went straight into, uh, I don't know why in hindsight, <laughs> but, but it was a great opportunity for me to learn the art of sales, to learn rejection, to learn resilience, persistence. Uh, it was insurance only. So I learned how to sell term life insurance. I didn't really even understand the different kinds of life insurance at the time. That's all I was uh, taught. And then I expanded on to learning about fixed index annuities, which at the time was like a privilege. This was back in 04, 05. Um, I then went on to, to build, uh, you know, the, the owner founder passed away actually in 2008 at the bottom of when AIG was collapsing and the, the very right bad in the abyss. End of, 08, of, of 2008, it was, he was a wonderful leader. It was really, really tragic and sad. He was too young. But it put me in a position where then the next opportunity was to, to form an agency, right? An insurance agency where I was just going to do the same things with a partner and a bunch of agents, 30 agents, right? So I had that experience back in 2008, 9, 10. Um, so I didn't see or feel the, that particular the debt crisis, right? The last market crash that we had. I didn't feel it the way that I'm feeling it now in terms of having right. clients calling and wanting to talk about market volatility because all those clients that we were working with were that term insurance or annuities, which in fixed index annuities, one of the best things about them is they don't go down. Um, yeah. Also, they don't go up very fast <laughs> and there's very little liquidity, if any at all. But um, I didn't have that experience. So that was something that was a positive maybe, right, for me not having to go through what we just went through the past two months uh, as a wealth management yep. firm. But, but then when I met you, and even right before I met you, I started learning about the world of investments. And, uh, and this is my story, that's a brief version of it, but it, it taught me that in life, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And as you, as you continue to learn, and you should never stop learning because there's always gonna be more and, and you can always do better. Um, I thought I was doing a great thing for all those people. Uh, and I think I was given what I knew. But then as, as you learning, you know, meeting you and, and, and learning from all the things that you uh, taught me about other ways to help clients make more, you know, earn money, invest money, save money. It really just changed. It changed my world. So I know we have to go to break, but. Well, you, I, I think that was a great intro, Alex. Thanks for sharing that. And I know there is a deeper story because I know it and it's a great story. And so I think, again, you're an awesome resource for advisors who maybe just aren't, they, they don't feel fulfilled and they're in an insurance only environment or they're in an environment that the company is pushing product uh, onto the advisors. Mm -hmm. And then those advisors are out trying to sell that product because it's being pushed on them by their firms. And it's not a fun situation to be in. We'll talk more about that and we'll start giving 
you as advisors or the advisors out there, we'll give you some options and some different thoughts that may uh, help you think about your life differently and how you serve people differently because this can be the financial advisory business can be, I believe, one of the most rewarding jobs in the world. You work with people intimately and closely. You help them identify goals and objectives. You deliver solutions. You're handling something that's very important for them. You build these relationships that are just, it's, it's amazing, right? It's, it's, I think it's one of the greatest jobs in the entire world. I wish more people did it the right way, but we'll talk more about that when we come right back. It's Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram, your host with Alex Klingen-Smith. You can give us a call at 877-707-8889. Check us out at financialdetox.com also. This show is for the advisor. Welcome back to Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram with Alex Klingensmith, and here we are on the show for advisors. We're switching gears today. Today we are talking about financial advisors and what it's like to be in our job and our position. And I think Alex and I bring a wonderful set of, of, of experience to help advisors, being that I spent 12 years at major wirehouse, major Wall Street firms, and, um, and Alex came from the insurance side of the business. And, um, you know, we just, I think we bring a lot of breadth and depth to, um, to the space where we can, we can help you as advisors. And I think this is also, Alex, the show should not be lost um, on our individual clients because I think it's very nice that we are giving our regular listeners an opportunity here to dive into the world of an advisor and see what it's like, right? And so mm -hmm. I think that helps investors and individuals and business owners and I think that it helps them be able to understand who they're getting advice from and, and why and so on and so forth. So yeah, verify the source. Um, <clears throat> he can verify yeah, the exactly. source and why we, why we do what we do. <clears throat> yeah, and, and, and I think we, we use the quote a lot, uh, all advice is not created equal. And it is not, right? There's so many financial advisors out there today. And unfortunately, they all fall under the category or the title of, financial advisor or wealth advisor or whatever. But there is a stark difference between one financial advisor and another and another. I mean, you could put 10 quote unquote financial advisors in a room and they could have completely and totally different product types, investment strategies, philosophies. So the, the poor individual investor and the business owner and the pre-retiree who's trying to talk to a financial advisor, you know, it's, 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 imagine if we stop for a second as advisors and put yourself in their situation, somebody's situation who doesn't understand the inner workings of our industry. Yeah. It's bizarre, right? You have a guy who, or a gal who comes along and says, uh, yeah, totally. I'm a financial advisor. But yet you sit down with them and they have an insurance policy that they think it's really important you get a term, but then they also think it's really important you also get a universal guaranteed life insurance policy. And they also think it's really important that you buy some whole life insurance. And then they also think it's really important that you have you know, some other insurance. And you're like, well, this is a finance, this is, this is what financial advisors are about. They sell insurance. But then you have another guy who comes along or gal and they just want to talk to you about individual stocks. They're going to talk to you about picking Apple and picking, you know, John Deere and picking all these different individual stocks. Then you have another person that comes along that's 
just buys American funds and they sell American funds and they take a 5% commission up front because American funds is their preferred fund family. Then you have another guy that comes along or gal and they only do financial planning and they say, we're just financial plan. We don't actually handle your investment. I mean, this is just, a, this is just scratching <laughs> the surface. Oh man, you're stressing me out. These poor people. Well, but so the better it's way, crazy. let's, let's, let's present a solution before, so we don't really stress out the four advisors listening to this I'm call. Stressed. Just <clears> there is a better there is a better way. And you taught me this when we first, when we first met in 2012, you said, you know, you're great at annuities, you know how to use them. But even I knew that it wasn't appropriate to recommend that uh, somebody put more than a certain amount of their money in an annuity. I knew that back then. So I was always leaving lots of, you know, we call it market or wallet share as an advisor. You know, we want to be able to manage the entire portfolio of the client because, you know, because we think that we have the best way to do that. And I knew I couldn't even do that with, if I, as being an insurance only person. So that other money was going to just sit wherever it was. I was only going to be able to make, yeah. you recommend 20% of their, their money to be in an annuity. That's the right thing to do. Suitable thing to do. And that's how I got paid. I only got paid as a transactional, you know, upfront one time, yeah. which is totally flawed. And even if I picked the trail option, it still wasn't really enough for me to, to survive. So it, it was never going to, it was always broken to begin with. Right. And you taught me, you're like, well, right. but so you can manage money at, Lee Schwab, you can, you know, you can manage a, a client's portfolio in a low cost tax efficient way where you, you know, you get your 1% a year or so that reoccurs every quarter. So 0.25%, that's your revenue, your income as an advisor. It's a slow right. way to build, but you're aligning it with the client's best interest because then you're always motivated to do the best thing for the client throughout the life of the relationship versus a one-time deal, well, you know? Yeah, exactly, Alex. And I think for the advisors out there who are listening to this show, you know, you're either at a wirehouse, big wirehouse, you're at an insurance agency, or you are at an independent broker dealer like an LPL or, you know, First Trust Securities or Guardian or whatever, all those, there's a billion of them. And in a lot of situations, I've talked to multiple advisors who say, man, hey, I love what you do. I know it's the best thing for the client. They literally say that. Yeah. But they say, I can't quit. I can't quit. I can't change my lifestyle. I can't convert to an all fee-based business because I get too much commission on products that I'm selling. And that's how I sustain myself. And multiple, I'm, I'm talking five or 10 advisors have point blank said that. And I, I think they're courageous and honest and awesome for saying that because that is why I believe most advisors don't work in an RIA, a registered investment advisory firm, because it is slower for sure to build, but it is, this is in fact, one of those things where if you're trying to build a career of serving people from an advisory standpoint, to be a fiduciary, you have to act in the client's best interest at all times. That does not mean suitability. There's a very big difference. The best interest, which means that you must disclose all sources of revenue and you have to disclose if you're receiving different compensation for different products. And you would also have to disclose whether your firm is receiving different compensation for products. And that's the problem where I think advisors are getting the short end of the stick is it's not the advisor's a bad guy or a bad gal. The advisor is, is just living in this, this um, culture of their firm and their firm isn't educating them about the difference, the true difference between a fiduciary and suitability advisor. When I left Smith Barney and which was turning into Morgan Stanley, when I left them in 2009, I did not fully understand the difference. I, I did, I went and started my own firm and I did not understand the difference between 
of fiduciary and suitability. And I had been in the business for 12 years. I was a vice president. I taught financial planning across the firm. It was crazy. When I came out is when I started to learn. It's like yeah. all of a sudden I was under, I was out from underneath the shield of, of uh, the shield of the firm that was only letting me know and understand what they wanted me to know. And well, you understand. didn't, you didn't, yeah, you didn't know what you didn't know. And when you, when you, when you broke away and built what we have today, um, I think that's where a good part maybe to shift gears. Cause I know we have only a little bit left probably before the next break, yeah. but talking yeah. about talking to advisors about how, how you could be, how much better you, how much better off you could be by utilizing a team, right? Truly right. a team, not, and not just a team of, uh, you know, there's a lot of wirehouse teams that are teams, but they actually don't do the whole business. They just do it. They, they, they team yeah. up on client conversation, client communication, investment, decision-making. But when you, when you're able to actually be part of all the operations of a whole business, you can really, you yep. can really yep. impact and affect change in how the client experience and, and your life. Keep that going because I think that's it. Let's talk about the team approach and collective knowledge of advisors and, and a firm and independence. And let's, let's just finish up and we might need to make this a series, Alex, because there's so much to cover here. We are talking to advisors and about advisors. We're talking about our business in general. And I think what we're realizing here, Alex, we put together an agenda and some topics, but what we're realizing is there's entirely too much to cover in it and 26 minutes. Show. So um, yeah. there's, just, there's there always this is. Has so many legs. Yeah, exactly. This, this has so many legs to it. And, and I think what we want to do is make sure that, you know, if you're a listener and you're not a financial advisor, it's very good for you to listen to this anyway, because you can get some insight into the industry and what goes on. Um, and if you're going to pay somebody for financial advice, uh, for the rest of your life or for a large part of your life, you really want to know what goes on in this industry because that's going to cost you a lot of money over time and you want to make sure you're getting good value for that. Um, but to focus back on where we were, you mentioned um, something at the end of the last uh, segment there where we were talking about the team approach, right? Collective knowledge and, and whether you're working on a team because I, I use this example a lot is if I'm a client and I go into a large firm, Mm -hmm. or, or even if and large firm, and I'm not picking on any names, I'm not being disparaging toward these companies, but I'm going to use names. So there's, there's connection and people understand what we're saying. Morgan Stanley, Merrill Lynch, UBS, or alternatively, if I go to an LPL financial advisor or a Raymond James financial advisor or an Edward Jones financial advisor, let's just break that down. So I go to one of the big three firms, big four firms. There's 20 advisors in that office. As mm -hmm. a client, if I walk into that office, and I talk to all 20 advisors, I'm going to receive probably something like 20 different opinions, sets of advice, recommendations, strategies, philosophies. Because in that firm, and for you advisors, you have all these products to choose from, which by the way, is limited to who has negotiated deals with Merrill Lynch or UBS or Morgan Stanley. It's not an unlimited product platform. Whereas in as an RIA, we truly do have an unlimited product platform. We can truly go out and work to arrange, um, uh, uh, to put a business arrangement together so we can deliver whatever it is to our clients, right? Whether it's insurance, whether it's private money managers, whether it's hedge funds, we can get access to anything in the world. Whereas uh, I, I suppose the Morgan Stanley's and the big firms could too, but they have, you know, requirements in order to get on that platform. So it's, it's, it's not as open architecture, but the, the point here is, think about that as a as financial advisor at any one of those situations, the big firms, the regionals. If a client goes into the Edward Jones office down the street, 
a different Edward Jones office, they're going to experience a completely different set of advice. If the client goes to one LPL person, they're going to have a completely different set of advice than if they go to a different LPL person. For us, what we think is beautiful about working in an RIA arrangement, a registered investment advisory firm, is in most situations, that firm has an investment philosophy. That the collective knowledge of the team, the collective knowledge of that firm comes together, uses all the resources in the world that are available, you know, whether it's BlackRock, Dimensional Funds, whether it's Rob Arnett and Research Affiliates, whether it's Wisdom Tree, doesn't matter what it is. They bring together every bit of information they have as a team and then they create an investment philosophy so that when the client comes to that firm, it is a consistent investment philosophy and approach. It's like going to Starbucks. Imagine if you went to Starbucks and every single Starbucks was a different taste of coffee. Some had coffee cake. I love Starbucks coffee cake. Some didn't have Starbucks <laughs> coffee cake. Some served, you know, some served, you know, it was a bar. Some it was a barista and coffee makers. And, you know, it, but it was different every time. That business would fail. It wouldn't be well, good because nobody would know what they're getting. And a bigger and a bigger thing for most advisors, and and, and obviously it benefits the client, is to have that consistency in the experience. It actually makes your job a lot easier as an advisor, meaning that you don't have sure. to come up with everything. You don't have to go to this giant menu of things and pick the things that you think are right, and then and then question yourself, especially at times like these when it's so intense yeah. and there's so much market volatility and so much anxiety amongst the, all of us, right? Um, and not have to wonder, like, is this really the right thing? Because maybe you just are the one that made the decision, or maybe you do have a team, but it goes bigger than just choosing the investments. It goes about, it goes into how you build the business and how you really operate a business, um, not just the investment decisions in the business. But having that belief in what you do makes your job a lot easier, especially in times like these. I think a lot of advisors right now are having a hard time because they're questioning themselves. You know, did I, did I have yeah. my clients invested the right way before COVID? And what I'm doing right now during COVID is, am I doing the right thing this way? There's almost too many options for advisors. There's too much information, just like there's too much information about COVID. <laughs> um, there, there, there really is, Alex. You make, you make such good points. I just, I, I wish we had an hour to, to continue. So I think we'll do, let's, let's continue this series next week um, yeah. because there's so much more to talk about. And I, I just, the point you made is like, when your firm lays out 50 things that you can go do and everybody at your firm does something different, you're literally operating in a vacuum as a silo. You're yeah. trying to figure out what to do and we're here for you. We want to help you. Hopefully this was useful and we'll come back with a series two, uh, maybe next week, literally on it. And uh, we'll keep the discussion going. But unfortunately for now, we are out of time. So we got to cut it short here. It's Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram, your host. You can reach us at 877-707-8889. You can also check us out at financialdetox.com. We'd love to hear from you, whether you're an individual client or an individual or a business owner about to retire, lots of things happening in your life. Talk to us at Intelligence Driven Advisors will help you. We also want to give a special shout out and thanks to our sponsor, Real Water. Real Water. It is the best drinking water you can get with a, Oh, Alex, you got a bottle right there. With a high sustainable pH and negative ions, it's unbelievable. You want to check out Real Water any chance you get. Thanks so much for listening. It's Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram. We'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. To learn more about Financial Detox and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and resources, visit FinancialDetox.com.
Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for financial detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind. This content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labram and Intelligence Driven Advisors are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labram and his guests as of the date of the show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on assumptions and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on information provided today in making any investment decisions. There's a risk of loss of investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for particular investors, financial situation, or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot not assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.